It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to uh, Three-Cylinder Star Drive. I am Roger Colby, science fiction novelist. And I'm Richard Coots, and I am a bout of useless pop culture trivia. <laughs> All right, so uh, today... On this podcast, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman, the movie. Wonder Woman. Man, that was a great film. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. Now, okay, so what made the movie work, Richard? It was a tight script. Yes. It didn't uh, kind of fall into the pitfalls of the other films where it was like, um, you know, let's let's throw all these characters. Right. It in. had it had a had one villain. Mm, it had one villain. Yeah, yeah. that's always a good always plan. A good always thing a good to have, to one have villain just one guys. villain. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it was, man, okay, so we get an origin story, sort of. I mean, we sort of get an yeah, origin story. Yeah, we get story. an origin story, pretty much. Um, um, but uh, but we get uh, what we get at the beginning of this is that she is not really fully aware of her abilities mm-hmm. at the beginning. Um, she has the magic bracelets or whatever, um, and she has... She doesn't have the lasso, doesn't have the sword, doesn't have any of that stuff in the beginning. All she's got is that those bracelets. And we see her use them like right at the beginning of the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty epic when it happens. It like causes this huge wave of energy to come out and knock everybody off. It, it you know, the very beginning was great and then we meet Trevor, right? Yeah. Which I always get the guys confused, like Steve Rogers, Steve. Steve Trevor, Trevor yeah. It's kind of like the same guy. Yeah, they're we'll blonde. <laughs> they're both blonde. They're both blonde. Um, they're from World War Two. Well, he's World War One in this right. movie. It's Chris Pine. Chris and, Pine, uh, and he's you know he's really good at this. He's really good at this this part. Um, now here's the thing. Here's here's one of the reasons I thought it worked so well for me because I took my daughters and my wife and we, my whole family went mm-hmm. to see it, and uh, we watched the movie, and I'm like. I'm not even, I'm so zoned in on the film, I didn't even notice my kid's reaction, my girl's reaction, or my wife's reaction. But at the very end of the film, when it was over, my wife looks at me and goes, you know what? I mean, you have to understand, my wife is completely not a fan of, like, sci-fi fantasy type stuff, okay? She and I are, like, opposites in that way. Um... But she told me, she said, you know, you've taken me to all these superhero movies and stuff. And she said, that is the first one that I absolutely loved. And my daughters were that way, too. They were like, Dad, this is great. Of course, you know, Leah loves the science, loves the superhero movies anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, my middle daughter and my youngest. But my youngest daughter and my oldest daughter are just kind of like, meh, you know, I'll watch them, whatever. But they loved it. They loved this movie. And the reason is because... It has a female hero who's not like a man. You know, like sometimes you have these hero, female heroes are like too manly. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, Sigourney Weaver in Alien is like, I would say she's somewhat feminine, but not feminine enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually see Wonder Woman get excited over a baby. Yeah, over a baby. Yeah, she like runs over, oh my gosh, a baby, you know, but then she's like throwing tanks over. Yeah, you know, knocking cars yeah. over with her bare fists. One, um, one of the best bits is when she tries like ice cream, and she's like, 
you should be really proud of yourself. <laughs> so I think what works here is the balance of uh, keeping her feminine, yet at the same time, she's not, uh, doesn't need anyone to save her. She's kind of like way more powerful than anybody in the film, you know, any of the other soldiers, of course. Um, but one thing that happens is she keeps being told no, like over and over again. Like, no, you can't go in there in that meeting with those men. No, you cannot go do wear these pants. No, you cannot do, you know, whatever. And so she, um, but she doesn't try to wear pants. She, like, finds a skirt. You know, they're taking her to get some clothes. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's trying to put, trying all these different clothes. She's like, can I fight in this? This is not very good to fight in, you know. It's like, <laughs> you're like, oh, cool. So, but, yeah, she goes in a, she goes in, goes through a lot of, like, really cool little moments, you know. And then in the end, whenever they say no man's land, and it's like a huge symbol, you know, mm-hmm. no man's land, which just means the soldiers don't go in that area because it's really bad and they'll die. Uh, but actually, it symbolizes no man's land, that, that uh, she is going to go through there because she's not a man, mm-hmm. you know. And so she does. She just jumps up. And, man, it's one of the most epic parts of the movie. Did it not almost not make it in the film? Yeah, no. it, didn't, um, it almost didn't make it into the film. That's a shame. Because if it if it didn't make it into the film, I think it would have been. Yeah, that was probably the, one of the best parts. Of the it movie. was. It was amazing. I mean, you're cheering. She's like walking through all these bullets are flying at her, and she's just blocking them, mm-hmm. getting behind her shield and stuff, and just like going to town on these dudes. So it was, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. And you know, it's 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 also a big sigh of relief that it turned out to be great because. It's unfair. It's unfair, but female superhero movies were kind of they have not been good up to this point. And it was kind of it was yeah. kind of on Wonder Woman's shoulders now to be good at, to to prove that female superheroes make bank. That people will go see them. They do. Yeah. That people will go see them, and it's unfair because they shouldn't. You know, I mean, you you get Iron Man, you can get a terrible guy superhero movie any time and they'll mm. keep making them but sure. but it's like Hollywood studios have been so uh, uh, reluctant to make them because it's just like nobody has made them well you've got yeah. like uh, Electra and Catwoman oh my goodness uh, so bad. oh they're so Catwoman's not just a bad superhero movie it's probably it's one of the worst it's just one of the worst movies ever made yeah it's not even it's not even a dollar movie of the week no movie. no it's not um yeah, I, I really think that um, what made Wonder Woman work is just that it was so well-balanced and had all the parts that, you know, you, you want in a superhero film, but at the same time, it had a really good message, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so, okay, so what do you think could have been left out of the film? Is there anything that didn't work? I liked pretty much all of it. Maybe kind of gone the... Um Typical superhero movie route, like like near the end, because you know you've got all you got the first and second act really good, mm-hmm. then the third act it kind of falls into the generic big boss fight, right. just throw everything around, yeah, and I felt make that everything it went explode. Too long. Yeah, it went too I long. I think that that ending went too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I really felt like it could have been tightened up a little bit. Um, also. The uh, what is it? The the general, the German general. Oh yeah, and the, yeah. And the poison lady. Yeah, doc, Doctor Poison. Yeah, Doctor Poison. I was really kind of like you know when those two people 
finally kind of revealed themselves at the end and they had to fight him or whatever, it was really kind of anticlimactic. And mm-hmm. I mean, she fights the general and he sniffs this stuff and I don't even know what's going on with that. It makes him stronger or whatever. But I, I felt like they could have maybe done away with some of that and it wouldn't, it wouldn't have lost anything. You know, yeah, but it was they a were little kind bit of, too much. Yeah, but they were also kind of building to that, well, spoiler alert, here it comes, twist that they weren't the real villains. Right. That uh, what's, I don't remember his character's name, but Damian Lewis was, uh, no, Daniel Thewlis. Yeah, Daniel uh, Daniel Thewlis was playing um, like this kindly... Was he a general or a yeah, politician he's, he's or a something British, like that? He's a British general. But he turned he out to be. sends them on their mission. Yeah, and he like he's like he's they're Ares. all telling. Yeah, he's he's Hades. He's evil. Ares. 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 Yeah, Ares. That's right. He's Ares. Yeah. The god of war. And you know what? I'm thinking about it later. Kind of going back to like this guy's the devil because he's basically their devil because he is because yeah. he goes he, he goes I don't make them destroy themselves. I uh I just whisper into their ears ideas on how to do it and they do it themselves. They choose to do it themselves. He's the devil, man. He is. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. There's a lot there's some uh there are there is some Christian imagery in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty evident. Um but uh but it's you know, it's it's a it's a really solid film and if you haven't seen it, sorry for spoiling it. Yeah. But you should have seen it the by quest- now. <laughs> the question is now, where do you go from here? True. Because you're out of you're out of that time period now. That's the origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you going to top this in Wonder Woman two? And that's going to be a that's going to be a little bit of an uphill battle. True. But Patty Jenkins is back. She as the director and Jeff Johns. They're both working on a script Good. treatment already. So. That's great. Um, and then we get to see her again in Justice League. In direct, Justice League, directed by Joss Whedon. Directed by Joss. Well. Well, he's he's, a, he's, a, he's just kind of finishing it up. He's kind of just, it's more like a. am stepping in, I'm just going to kind of finish this up here. But it's still all, it's still all uh, Zack Snyder's stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so um, go see it if you haven't seen it. Um, sorry for spoiling it, but uh, it's awesome. If you haven't seen it by now, I, I yeah, don't know right. why, why, why you, why why you so haven't. Long. Why haven't you That's seen it? That's why we it? wait so long to talk about these things, because we don't want to talk about them like, right when they come out. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, so the next thing is our dollar rental of the week. Dollar movie of the week is what? Oh, yeah, we're talking about bad taste. Bad <laughs> taste. Bad taste. Now, okay, a little explaining. The movie is directed by Peter Jackson, and it's his first major motion picture to be released anywhere. Okay. It was made in New Zealand. Uh, premise of the film is that uh, these guys are alien police or something? They're no, no. They're aliens. from... No, no. They're... Um, oh, yeah. From yeah. the government. The government okay. is like got this special branch of the government mm-hmm. that looks for alien life and stuff and alien invaders that are mm-hmm. going to come here. Okay. Which, for some reason, that's... Okay. Maybe it happened in the past. I don't know. But apparently they don't have a very good budget because <laughs> all their equipment is like taped together with like masking tape and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you have these aliens who are harvesting humans to make the, the first for fast, fast food, food, like for fast f- alien fast food. Mm-hmm. And they think humans taste pretty good. The thing about the film is it doesn't really matter about the plot. It doesn't, yeah. really, ma- it doesn't really matter. What is really amazing about this movie and the reason it's noteworthy is because Peter Jackson made this movie over the course of four years 
on weekends only because they all worked day jobs. And so the main character in the film had to keep the same facial hair for four years. (laughs) (laughs) And um, there's so many other things. They had to make their own special effects. And I just want to warn you, if you don't like gross movies, don't watch this because it is really, really, it's a gross-out film. I mean, it's made to make you sick at your stomach when you watch it. Um, there's a scene where the aliens uh, are in a room in the, in the house together. Oh, and yeah. Shit, and the one guy pukes into a big bowl. Yeah, Peter Jackson's alien. <laughs> he, pu- he, like, pukes. Yeah, Peter Jackson these... plays two parts in this Yeah, film. he's two parts. Uh, and he, <laughs> he pukes into this big bowl, and it's like this green, disgusting stuff. It's really just uh, yogurt and... Uh, tapioca and like oatmeal or something like that which to me that combination sounds pretty disgusting anyway now, not all the special effects are completely convincing but it's the sounds that the, ma- the sound sounds are what'll effects. get you now that's the thing um oh they by the way they um they consume this guy's vomit. Uh-huh. That's what it it's is. And it's gross. like it's na- it just sounds nasty. Uh so and here's the thing about the sound effects though what you don't know is that um the sound effects uh, are all done in post, and all the voices and stuff are done in post because his camera that he used to, to film the movie did not have a microphone. Oh yeah, well you could tell it. you could tell that though because some of the uh, <laughs> some of the uh, the audio is not synced with yeah with the but picture I mean, for a movie that a guy made for four years on weekends. And who recorded and dubbed all his own sounds and all his own music and all his own foley, um, built all the all the machine guns out of cardboard and stuff, and you can't even tell. Pretty amazing film. Yeah, it I is. Mean, it's really amazing. It's you can see why why he is where Peter why Peter Jackson is where he is today. Yes, because the ingenuity it took to put that together is astounding. So, bad taste. Great little movie. Um, you can actually catch it on Amazon Prime right now. Um, otherwise, you can probably rent it somewhere. But, you know, it's worth buying the thing. Um, my son actually bought it because there's a special features uh, film on there that explains the making of it that was put out by the New Zealand Film Board or something like that. It's like a They have like a, f- a federally run film yeah. production board that gives money to people to make movies. So it's pretty cool. Um, so f- until next week, uh, we're gonna, next week we're going to talk about Better Call Saul because it's done. And you, if you haven't had time to watch it by now, then you need to go watch it before the next podcast comes out so we can talk about it because we are going to talk about Season 2 of Better Call Saul next week. Until then, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Kitts.